Thank you for listening to Cozy Zone with me, Ben Weber. This is episode 47, Spencer Lott in his puppet studio, Side B. What would you do? What would I do? So, Ben. Oh. Um, here's... I'm going to give you... So, oh, okay, I'm, I'm basically going to give you a MacArthur grant. So I'm going to give you, what, a quarter of a million dollars okay. every year for the next six years. Yeah. So that first year... Okay, well, here, so we're talking about first year one. What do you do? Oh, God. Uh, just me? Uh, yeah. I, uh, I think I build, uh, build, yes, yes. build my, yes. my studio, right? Awesome. Okay. Amazing. And I fill it with podcast equipment. Yeah. I, I fill it with uh, trick it out. stamp-making equipment. I, I fill it with, like, a beautiful writing area. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, and I... I I think I I spend that year really asking myself hard questions about what I want to be as an artist. Yeah. Um so th- how, 5 years I have? Yeah, and now you've got another 5 years. Oh. And now you've built this gorgeous studio. Oh, wait, so it's, it took me 5 years to build the studio? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. I did that in year you 1. You did that in year 1. Okay, great. And you've got the same amount of money coming in for the next 5 years. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So great. So I I spent that money making the studio. Great. Uh, so uh, And, and I, that's like laying your foundation, right? right that's like right. setting up your creative home. Right. Um year 2. Yeah. Um is uh making connections with people. So Amazing. Um, I guess you know. I in that first year, I've 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 made a list of all the people I, I want to work with. Great. Uh, you know, I I'm th- I love like the people I dream about having on Cozy Zone, for yeah. example, are yeah. like Bobby McFerrin and oh Mark Marin. Oh my and, gosh! And you know, people people of of music and comedy and performance art and and that kind of thing. Like yeah. I think I really like I really love weird performance. I really yes. love performance that. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about like that trains an audience how to be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think there's not a lot of feedback of like what it means to be an audience these days. This is one of the reasons I love theater for young audiences, mm. and we can get into that later. But oh, but yeah. because for that very reason is that there's no rules, there's yeah. no preconceived notions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're building this. You're build. You're you're potentially reaching out to yeah. all these people, and and presumably this is structured with some sort of like a highly structured, fun social engagement. So oh, cool! We, Great. So it's a year of you're meals. We're also building a community. Yes, yes. Yeah. So they're what we're meals and we're dancing yes, and we're yes. listening to music and we're we're have a, we have a little salon where we put on little shows for each other. Amazing. So we're we're getting buy-in. That people are coming over. They're seeing the studio. They're seeing how they can maybe fit into this creative place. Yeah, it's a very cozy place, of yeah, course. Of course. Um, it, are, the, are these artists coming in? Are they all directly collaborating with you, or are you giving them time and space to collaborate with each other? Or what is that? Look you know, like? I'm not sure. I I think that ha- that would emerge in that year. You know, I think some of them might want to. You know, people all have different commitments. You uh-huh. know, th- this would be also looking ahead to you know the next three years, right? So yeah, so yeah, that's true. Sort yeah. of dot. You know, seeing what their availability is, uh-huh. what their interest is, what their you know bandwidth is, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, and of course, you know all of the lovely people that I know and work with uh, at at the theater where we work. Totally. Um, and then, then year three, it's it's time to like you know put some stuff together. Yeah. Um, I think, in your experience, how how long does like how long does a, a first b- draft of a project? Take? Oh, that's such a good question. I've been on both sides. I've been on on. 
on sides where like the initial idea, that initial spark comes out fully formed. It's like, oh yeah, this is what it wants to be. This is what it sounds like. This is what it looks like. Let's make it. And then I've been also been on the other side where, oh, here's, what is this? Mm-hmm. What's this thing? Am I, am I, oh, I am interested in this. I keep cycling back to mm-hmm. this. I keep telling people about it, even though I don't know what it is yet. Like trying out the elevator pitch over and over. Mm-hmm. And, oh no, that didn't land. But oh, this is, it. people are interested in this. Mm-hmm. So like that could take months. Yeah. Years yeah. like I'm, I'm working on this show. It takes some place in September, mm. and and I've been telling people about it. You know, it just got commissioned this year, but I've been telling people about what I think the show is for three years, wow. four years. Wow! Just in various. Oh, I you know I think I want to do a show about this with this, and then a lot of people get because it takes so long. A lot of people get trapped in that, right? Mm. And it's about kind of persevering and and looking out for opportunities and getting lucky yeah. and having people say, oh. I've got workshop space. Do you want it for a week? Yeah. Oh, yes. I've actually got a project that yeah. needs that time and love because that project's not paying the bills. Right. Right. That's not the one that's going to gonna take care of you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like, I, and that's an, another part of the creative VDD. I like being able to do all that stuff. Yeah. I like someone saying, hey, here's a script. Next week, you're directing a workshop. Great. Done. Let's look at it. Great. Here's our resources. Yeah. Next. And then I also love those things that are like mm-hmm. kind of slowly yeah. chugging and percolating. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder then if the next three years for me for, to finish out this grant would be maybe, you know, between five and ten projects a year. Awesome. Right? That's great. So that there are like that there need to be like sort of five to ten completed and, things. And cr- across cross disciplinary. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I also like love the interdisciplinary things i of love course. to do many things uh you know i'm i'm dangerous at a few of them yeah, you know you but but love uh you know love it all yeah and i think that i think that there is something that i used to believe uh growing uh becoming a man in new york you know from <laughs> 18 to uh-huh. to 31 god is, you you, were, you moved here when you were 18 when i was 18 yeah yeah so i've been shaped dude uh certainly by the city yeah and that if the more I, I used to believe that the more specific you are, the more that you owned your own niche, the more successful you are. Uh-huh. So that people would see you as like, oh, there's the like Ben does this thing. Yeah, yeah. There's the potato puppet guy, or there's <laughs> right. the like, you know, there right. there's the like, you know, uh, dirty poetry underwater yep. reader guy. Yep. Like, you know, that it's like, oh, you know, he is ex- t- occupying this very specific place, yeah. and that will lead to success. But I think that. It doesn't resonate with how my heart works. Yeah. Because I want I don't wanna be trapped yeah. in that, totally. that thing. I find that just as monotonous and scary as working in an office. Ooh. To me. Yeah. Just doing that one thing. Yeah. Like I mean the the I'm not scared of working in an office. I'm scared of doing the same thing over and over and over. Yes. If I had an office where it was constantly changing and things were going in and I got to uh, try new things, oh, that, that, you know, it's not the setting yeah. so much as it is the monotony or the, yeah. the regulation. Um, so that, that brings us a little bit to fear. Yeah, great. great. So that's, uh, so you're afraid of monotony. I, yeah, potentially. I'm 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 very hesitant of it. I don't have a lot of it in my life, so it doesn't mm. come from this personal experience, which is interesting. Okay, well, but I avoid it at 
all costs. Because what, like, if you were engaged in monotony, what would happen? I don't know. You don't want to know. I think I just... So you know what I'm more scared of? What? That monotony comes, that, like, files underneath? I think I'm more scared of failure. Ah. And there's a part of me that associates, like, being stuck in a rut as not succeeding. Great. For no, you know, for no, like, tangible reason. Yeah, what else does failure look like to Uh, you? I mean... I mean, you know, there's so many, there's so many versions of it and there's so many versions of success. And as I get older, I, I become more okay with the versions of success because I, I have been very lucky and very successful yes. to this point. And so I, there's, there's times when I need to like stop and reflect on that and yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. But part of, part of the fear of failure, I think is actually what has made me so successful I don't. I don't settle for a whole lot. Okay. Um, constantly pushing and trying, and I. So I, I guess fear of failure on a small on small term is okay. Mm-hmm. Like collaborating, devising that mm-hmm. kind of failure yeah. is actually really exciting. Yeah, but what? Failure? But long term, like I'm like, like, I don't know, man. Like it's those. It's those kind of fake. It's those fake points like a wikipedia page mm. do you want a ben weber wikipedia page yeah so do i i want a spencer lot wikipedia page yeah that's absurd is it i don't know no i think that's but great it, but that's like the midwestern part of me you know that's like that that that's wanting like you to shouldn't be want too... you shouldn't want to be recognized for this thing that you do hmm so so i wonder i so i i think there there's something about I wonder because I have this. There's a, a bit of a fear of success as well, right? <laughs> yeah. So because I'm, yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm thinking about like you know the your brief mention of like okay, yeah, well sometimes I like have a moment to reflect and celebrate what I've done, but I, I'm curious like yeah, what what does that look like for you? And like when how do you make the time to celebrate what you've done and to like uh, feel good about things? Like what. F- I mean, I, I do. I don't want to come off as too self-loving. Like, I, I do. Like, I have moments where, like, I have, I had this moment a couple of weeks ago where I was working. We were doing, Trusty Sidekick was doing a show at Lincoln Center. So uh-huh. my days were at Lincoln Center, yeah, performing you, at Lincoln Center. That's incredible. I'm from Kansas, and we're performing at Lincoln Center. Like, so much fun. And then and then afternoons and evenings, I was working at this um, incredible puppet shop in Bushwick, the Atchison Walsh, and working on these, like, Broadway shows, working on like high caliber, fancy, artistically rich shows, you know? So like, yeah. the, and, and there were a couple moments where I, you know, riding the train back and forth, like wondering how I was going to get lunch. I was like, oh man, you're doing it. Yeah. It's happening. Like yeah. you're, you're doing the kind of projects that you wanted to do. Nice. You know, I got, so when I, the, f- the very first gig I got from Sesame Street, and I just got an email from casting, you know, and I'm on the train and I look down and it's like availability request, Sesame Workshop. And oh it was God. just, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. I wanted to be with Sesame as a, as a kid, you know, yeah. I wanted, that was one of the inspirations. It's the Muppets and that kind of puppetry brought me into all these other kinds of, puppetry and art disciplines and acting and improv 
And so to, to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I, I am good enough to do this thing. And even if, in a, you know, I don't, I don't need, like, I don't need to be Grover. I can, I can create some other show. But to know that I was good enough, That's like huge. a lot of people don't get that. And I, and I, and I, and I get it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm getting it on a couple different levels and it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. So where, where does failure, like where, (laughs) where is the, even like you've, you've like, you've, you've achieved a life goal. Like you, you, there's Uh, no going back from that. So then where, like, where is the potential for failure in that? Well, I mean, I, I guess in some ways the failure is like the the reality of the day to day you know i'm i i'm i still have to pay my bill you know i'm still yeah. really strong as a freelance artist as successful as i'm being i i have no cushion mm. you know i broke my foot i had an injury this past fall and it wiped me out wow you know and i and i you know my insurance is catastrophic so it's yeah. not covering any of that stuff like the 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 and especially living in this city, yeah. Every day is a is a is it's kind of a slog, you know. Mm-hmm. You've got to you've got to bring. I I am I kind of equate it to like uh, backpacking mm-hmm. or camping. Yeah. Where every morning you're like, do I have the right socks? Am I wearing the right shoes? Okay, great. <laughs> I need two granola bars, a bottle of water. I need you know I need three chapsticks. I need one book, two magazines. I need this this homework, this script this pair of rehearsal pants, you know, it's, it's, it's every day yes. is like that. Yes. And, and I'm not, and I'm not seeing monetary success I see. that hits the career or the like personal life, emotional success that I'm, that I'm getting to witness right now. So, and, and I know be patient. Those things might balance themselves out, but there's the fear that maybe they won't. Right. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is there is a direct opposition between the recognition and success that you're getting sort of in the field and that you're sort of, you are getting a regular stream of like validating things. Yeah. However, daily life is so intense and the like material realities of survival and like taking care of yourself and living in an apartment. I wrote checks for my taxes and I can't send them yet. I have to wait for other checks to come in and then I can pay my taxes. So, so there you on one level are living the dream. Yeah. And on the other level are struggling so much. (laughs) Totally. And there's a huge dissonance there. Yeah. And, I guess what I like sort of hearing that through my own sort of stuff is like, what if like, what if those things crash into each other and, and ruin everything? Yeah. Yeah. Or what if I have to start taking gigs just for the money or what if I, you know, what if I, what if I have to stop? What if there's an injury or what if I get sick or something and I can't, I can't continue to kind of, to kind of fluctuate in this freelance way. Then, then this was it. Yeah. This was all this was what I got. So so there's a fear that it could all end <laughs> at any time. That there's no security, there's no there's no moment to like rest because it could all end at any time. I mean that's I mean it's you know yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's kind of that performer thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jesus. Yeah. We thank you for getting cozy with me, Cozy Zone friends. This was episode 47, Spencer Lott in his puppet studio, Side B. Tune in next time for Side C, and check out all the Cozy Zones on iTunes, Stitcher, your favorite pod catcher, or BenWeberProjects.com. Occasionally it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's cozy zone, so please snuggle up sweet. A beautiful thing is cozy zone.